Adult content intended for an adult audience only as this contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. The content of this story is purely fiction and not intended for anything but the enjoyment of the listener. If you do not agree with the themes listed in the tags, please do not listen to the story. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link in the comments to further support this author. This podcast is part of the Erotica Podcast Network. Support us on Patreon to make requests for subjects you would love to hear. Thank you to those who have already reached out. Dustin's Wife Part 1 by Al Parker This is a series about a couple guys who wanted to get back at an asshole at work, which so many of us do. The guy's wife, who is innocent of any wrongdoing, is the instrument of that payback. This is a made-up story and the characters are made up also. It is based on some real experiences, for instance. I lived with a woman who could climax by simply having her tits fondled and sucked, nothing else just titiplay. I also know from experience that if you can get your naked cock into a married or single woman's hand and if she doesn't rip it off, hurt you in some way, scream loud enough to wake the dead or just let go and walk away, then you are going to get sucked, fucked or jerk off. A couple drinks don't hurt. Women love secrets. When I was younger I was an amateur photographer, and I was amazed at how much clothing I could remove and how much flesh I could touch for the sake of a good picture. And never did a boyfriend or husband come looking for me. It started as a single story but as many writers and readers know, you sometimes get a character that you enjoy so much you don't want to see them leave. That's what happened here. I wanted to know more about them and their backstory. I like the character of Vicky and in a perfect world she would be my ideal woman. Of course I would also need a best friend I trusted enough to fuck her with me. That's tough to find. I tried to write in the style of the Traveler's Companion paperbacks I read as a teenager. With protracted oohs and ahs and various sounds for grunts and groans and long drawn out I'm coming. It's tough to put the sounds made during sex into a readable context, and to just say they came seems to deny the passion and intensity of a really good orgasm. Kinda like those people who make a tiny whispered chew when they sneeze. Finally, I am a romantic. What started as a sex for revenge story ends up being a love story. So if you are one who doesn't believe in love or that good sex and love can't go together then don't read past chapter 5. Oh, the remaining chapters are still filled with raw sex and uncontrollable urges, but in a less angry fashion. I gauge my stories by how many times I have to stop writing and handle a rising problem. Chapter 1 is a two-boner. I hope you enjoy Dustin's Wife. Dustin's Wife. Part 1 Vicky Cheats Dustin was the biggest asshole that ever worked in the shop. He was always trying to kiss up to the shop foreman, Andy. He was the worst worker but he walked around like he was king shit. Telling everyone what they were doing wrong about the job and in their personal life. Hey Mikeister. Mike hated when he called him that. You know what you should have done with your wife? Keep her on her guard. Keep questioning her about where she's going, who she's seeing. You gotta be the boss with women. If she knew you'd beat the crap out of her, maybe she wouldn't have run off. Yep. Control, that's the key. Mike's wife left him a couple years ago and it was still a sore spot. Now this dick was picking at that sore. Like you fucking know, peckerhead. Hey, don't get mad at me cause she left. I got my wife on a short leash. She so much as looks at another guy, I give her a slap on the ass so hard it makes her eyes tear up. 
He slapped his hand down on the lunch table. Don't even think it, bitch. I say. That pulls her right back in line. She knows I'll beat her like a drum if she fools around and then leave her with no money. Mike smiled thinking that this scrawny fuck couldn't beat up a turd. His wife must be some scared mouse a little thing. What the fuck's going on in here? Andy heard the noise and thought there was trouble. Oh, nutting boss. Dustin whimpered and ran back to the work area. You okay? Andy asked after Dustin was gone. I don't have to worry about you putting a hammer in his skull, do I? He asked, smiling. No. Mike laughed. I'd like to, but I won't. He was just giving me advice on how to handle women. Him? Women? He don't know shit about women. Andy sat down and lit a smoke. They were friends. Went fishing together a couple times a month. Went to each other's for barbecues. His wife had died a while back and he was still single. Mike asked him once why he never remarried. Cause I don't trust him. I trusted my wife. I know she never cheated, she wasn't the type. But the women I've met since she died, man oh man, cock-hungry whores most of them. I have screwed more married women in the past five years. It's gotten to the point I can tell if a woman is a cheater just by looking at her. And you'd be surprised how many there are. Dustin said control is the answer. His wife is under control. Mike said what? Bullshit. You ever met his wife? Andy's face lit up when he talked about her. Mike shook his head. A goddess. It's hard to believe a dick like him could have such a good-looking wife. She's in her early thirties, I'd guess. Beautiful face, tits out to here and an ass made for fucking. But he treats her like crap. Maybe it's because he knows he's a four and she's a fourteen. He licked his lips. Really? Oh yeah? Primo grade a pussy there. I was over at his place one Sunday. He was trying to suck up and get more money. We went out back and she was there sunbathing in the backyard. He screamed at her to get her ass in the house and put some clothes on. She ran scared into the house but not so fast that I couldn't see them big tits jiggling and that sweet ass. Oh man that ass. I could fuck that for a week straight. He stopped and stared off into space for a moment. Funny thing. He looked at Mike again. Dustin had his back to her and just as she got to the sliding door, she stopped and smiled at me. Not a scared or embarrassed smile. But the kind of smile that gets your dick hard. She tossed her hair back and went inside. Didn't see her again the rest of the day. Okay, mister I can tell by looking, is she cheating? Mike laughed. If she ain't, she's going to. He said seriously. And I would love to be there when she does. Um, um, um. His assessment gave Mike an idea. I think I might know a way we can make that happen, if you're game. If he really is as jealous and controlling as he claims, we'll either both get some pussy or both go to jail. Count me in. He said and shook Mike's hand. Now get your ass back to work. Mike knew they were looking for a swing shift boss and Dustin would be chomping at the bit to get get the job. He talked to Andy and after he heard the plan, Andy said he would tell Dustin that he was thinking of him for the position. It was Andy's birthday in a couple days and the plan was to not invite Dustin to a party, while dropping hints that Andy wanted to talk about the job. Me and a couple other guys and their wives are taking him to Clint's for a birthday party. Nothing special. Clint's? How come I wasn't invited? We didn't think you and your wife went for hanging out with the guys. My wife don't go much for social functions. She's a stay-at-home type. But I can be there. I never been to Clint's. Where is it? Mike figured he'd say that. A guy as jealous as him would want to keep the wife at home. Great. Then I won't be the only guy going stag. 
Right, he said. The other guys are bringing their wives? Yeah. You know Andy has a thing about family since his wife died. He may notice that you and I are the only ones without wives but I got an excuse. That's why I figure I ain't getting too many promotions, being single and all. But it's all good. I make enough for me. Mike left him there, thinking. About twenty minutes later he asked what time and where Clint's was. Mike told him 8.30 that would get him there thirty minutes after the others. Then he asked if it was dress-up or could they come casual. They? Good. Andy almost busted a gut when Mike told him about the expression on Dustin's face when he said the promotion thing. I don't give a fuck about family. Hell, I don't care if a guy has two wives, a mistress, and is banging his sister on the side if he can do the job. Andy stood up and grabbed his coat. Let's get to Clint's and see if your plan worked. To pussy, he said, finishing his beer. To married pussy, Mike said and followed him. Clint's is more a tavern than a restaurant. Low lights, pool tables, some food and tables and it's loud. The tables near the wall were the darkest. There was one booth in this little alcove that was called the jerk-off table because it was so dark you could get a hand job or even a blow job there and no one could see. Andy said he had gotten blown by a boss's wife in that booth. When they got there the stage was set. None of the guys had brought their wives. Clockwise, the seating was Andy in a chair at the end, then Mike and Joe in the booth with two empty spaces at the far end. Dave, Jim and Chris were in the outside chairs. When Mike turned to talk to Andy, he couldn't see the far end of the booth. This just might work. He thought. Mike saw Dustin at the door. He had brought his wife and Andy was right. She was a stunner. He wondered how a peckerhead like him got a sex pot like her. They walked over. It's showtime. Hey guys, happy birthday, Andy. He set a gift on the table. Thanks, Andy said. Grab a seat. He pointed to the far end. Aren't you going to introduce me? His wife asked when Dustin started to move. Oh, yeah? Guys, this is my wife, Vicky. Hi. Hi, Vicky. Everyone called out. Dustin leaned in to whisper to Mike. I thought you said there were going to be other wives here. He shrugged his shoulders. There were supposed to be. And you said 8.30? And he heard that and said, How come you are late? I can't stand it when people are late. Reflection of their work ethic. Man, he was good. Get Dustin paranoid so he will be sure to try and defend himself and leave the lovely Vicky at the mercy of whoever was sitting beside her. Which was going to be Mike. Dustin wasn't happy as he went around the table and sat next to Joe. Vicky wasn't really beautiful but cute. Jet black hair almost shoulder length, per little nose, nice cheeks, big eyes and thick lips. More Courtney Cox than Julia Roberts. But the body. That was something else. Like Pamela Anderson, her first set of fake tits not the second. Vicky's tits were full and round like oversized cantaloupes, and walking away she showed two perfect ass cheeks that seemed to form a heart. She was only about five feet five inches but she made the most of it. There was a wiggle in her walk that belied the frumpy housewife image. Andy and Mike were laughing and joking just waiting for Dustin to make his move. It took about fifteen minutes and a couple beers and he asked Joe if he could sit there. Fuck off. Joe said that he then squeezed past his wife and asked Chris if he could take his seat. Chris looked at the space beside Vicky and started to get up. This could go south real fast. Take my seat, Dustin, Mike said, getting up. I know you got stuff you want to talk to Andy about. Thanks, Mikeister. Mike was having second thoughts about trapping the unsuspecting woman, but when he called him that, they left. I'll go stand at the bar. Bullshit, Andy said. Go sit down there by Vicky. 
She won't bite. He looked at Dustin. Will she? He shook his head no. Hey, Vicky. Andy shouted, pretending to be drunker than he was. I'm sending Mike down there. Don't bite him. He laughed. They figured if the boss told him to sit by the woman, then Dustin couldn't protest. He didn't look happy but didn't say a word. Mike went to the end and she stood up so he could sit by Joe. It was so loud Mike had to lean in to introduce himself. She shook his hand and he watched her tits jiggle. Soft skin. In a little while that hand would be on his cock. So what do you do? Mike threw out to gauge her mood. I'm a housewife. She said smiling. She looked at him for a sec but then went back to staring at her husband. Kinda rude of him to just leave a sexy lady on her own. What? That got her attention. No. It's all right. He needs to talk about his promotion. If I had a wife as pretty as you I wouldn't leave her sitting by herself. Some wives can be trusted on their own. She shot back. Mike thought that was a dig about his own situation and now was even more determined to get this snooty bitch on her knees. She smiled at him. She was working on her second beer. Andy ordered a couple pitchers and one was pushed to the end of the table. Mike poured a beer and settled back. So he leaves you alone a lot? Not often. Besides, I'm not alone. There's a lot of people here and if I scream because your hand is on my knee, those people will hear me. Including my husband. She pushed his hand away and raised her glass to drink. Was that your knee? I thought it was mine. Mike had never actually seen anyone do a spit take until now. She spit beer across the table and looked at him, giggling. Mike looked over and saw that Dustin hadn't even noticed her actions. Does that work? She asked when she recovered. Only on women with pink nipples. Mike said. Not this time. She said dot a look of surprise crossed her face and her eyes got real big when she realized what she had just admitted. She downed the rest of her glass. He refilled it. He was looking at her chest and she put her hands over her tits. Oh my God. She blushed. Stop looking. I was wondering if they were brown or pink. Now I know. Do they get darker redder when you're excited? You are a pig. Vicky snapped. Can I see them? No. Stop talking like that. I heard there's a party in your mouth and I was hoping to come. If you don't stop talking like that. What? You'll tell your very jealous husband that I asked to see your cute little pink nipples? He might be interested in how I know what color they are. Her face paled at that. Don't tell him, please. He gets mad if I even talk to a man. He'll explode if he thinks I told you about my, just don't please. Okay, I won't. So what color panties are you wearing? I beg your pardon? I like a woman who begs. He grabbed her hand and pulled it into his lap. What are you doing? She whispered in a startled tone. Mike pulled his dick out earlier and talking to her had gotten it semi-hard. The warmth of her touch was getting him harder. Let go of my hand. She struggled to pull away. He put her hand on his cock. He wrapped her fingers around it and held them closed. Oh my God. Are you crazy? Stop that. You had better calm down or your husband might notice and ask what's going on. Mike said flatly. She looked at him with daggers but calmed down. She looked at Dustin. He was talking and didn't notice. I'll tell him. Tell him what? Mike interrupted. After you told me you have little strawberry nipples just ripe for sucking, I made you jerk me off under the table? Would you believe that if you found him with his fingers and some broad snatch? And even if he does believe it, he'll still be pissed at you. See there's the flaw. He won't believe you, she said confidently. You'll have to explain why your big pink nipples are sticking out.
Bastard. How about if we both stand up with your hand on my cock and I shout, Hey Dusty, look at this. Oh my god. Please don't. Vicky knew she was in trouble and was trying to come up with an excuse her husband would believe and not blame her as to why a stranger's dick was in her hand. Suddenly her eyes got bigger as Mike's cock got stiffer. Mike was proud of his dick. It wasn't massive but it was thick. His wife used to say, when they were on friendlier terms, it was six by six. Six inch long and six. Around. As thick as the wrist of the hand he was holding. It throbbed and he felt her grip tighten. Holy shit. What I asked that? She whispered. She looked at his lap and then at his face. He smiled. That's all me, sweetie, and I'm picturing your soft lips sliding up and down from the balls to the tip. She tried to pull her hand away again. Mike started moving it up and down. You can't talk to me like that. I'm a married woman. Let go of my hand now. You are such a bastard. She whispered shouted at him. I would think a married woman could give a better hand job. I hope you fuck better than you do this. He said sarcastically. Vicky took offense at that. You will never know. I'm not exactly a willing partner here, so what do you expect? Did he hear defeat in her voice? What Mike expected was for a wife to keep fighting to get free and not tell a stranger that she gives a better hand job if she wants. He realized she was no longer struggling and was letting him slide her fist on his dick. She even started the downstroke when she felt the ridge of the head. Is your husband's cock this thick? She looked at him, biting her lip. I am not going to talk to you about the size of my husband's. How much longer are you going to make me do this? Not much longer if you get better at it. Her hand was sliding easier now. He was surprised at how much of the movement was her. He barely needed any pressure at all to move her hand. Mike noticed her breathing was getting deeper. Maybe Andy was right. He moved his hand to her wrist. She kept her fist closed around his pecker on her own and kept pulling it. Mike spit into his other hand and used it to lube. That's disgusting, she said. I'd rather use your spit but I don't guess you'd be willing to. He nodded to his lap. No, she said. Please don't make me do this. I'm married. Okay. How about this? You take off your panties and let me play with your pussy and you can stop pulling my dick? I'm not talking to you anymore. She turned her head away. Mike decided to take a chance and let go of her wrist. Vicky continued to jerk his cock with no help from him. She increased the speed and pressure. She did full strokes and quick half-strokes. She even loosened her grip and readjusted where she held him. Her position was better than where he put her. She knew a lot about jerking guys off. Oh yeah? He groaned when she increased the speed. Was that a complaint? She turned back to him with a little smile on her face. In the darkness it looked like there was a sparkle in her eye. She looked at his lap and stopped moving her hand. She didn't pull it away, just stopped moving it. I guess you do give a better hand job when you want to. You think you're clever, don't you? I could bend this thing in half and really hurt you. She said. Hadn't thought of that. Mike confessed. I hope you don't. She pulled her hand away and stood up. She walked to the other end of the table and started talking to her husband. I'm in the shit now, he thought. Andy looked at him and he shrugged his shoulders. Mike poured another beer from the pitcher. Might as well get drunk if I ain't getting laid. Suddenly, Vicky was sitting beside him again. Motherfucker. She said. I've been called that before. What? She was staring at her husband and he looked at her and waved. Not you, him. She gave a little wave back. I told him I wanted to go. He said he was still talking business but he's just getting drunk.
I asked if I could sit up there. He said there wasn't room and told me to come back here. Glad to have you back, Mike said as he reached for her hand. She looked at him. Ah, come on. I'm not really in the mood. He pulled her hand under the table. Let me put it this way, she said. I'm really mad and putting my hand near your balls might not be good for you. She pulled her hand away and took his glass of beer. Mike got the idea. It also dawned on him that she could have crushed his balls earlier but didn't. Why? Maybe she wasn't as unwilling as she let on. How about if we go somewhere and I'll lick your pussy till you feel better? Mike said smiling. She grinned and shook her head. She grabbed the pitcher and filled her glass. You are persistent. With a woman as sexy as you, hell yeah. You think I'm sexy? Her speech was a bit slurred. Baby, those big tits and that ass. You gotta know you are? And my face? She was fishing for compliments. Come on. You have to ask? You felt how hard I got thinking about that sweet mouth. You got the kind of lips that do more than talk. Vicky blushed getting his meaning. From the way you were jerking me, I bet you suck a mean dick. You'll never know. She was playing the game now. Who the fuck is that bitch? That bastard. She was looking at the end of the table. A woman had pulled up a chair and was sitting between Andy and Dustin. There seems to be room for her and her friend. Mike said. Dustin was laughing and put his hand on the woman's shoulder. Mike knew it was Donna from work. Donna must be there to wish Andy a happy birthday. Donna was queer and the woman standing behind her was her girlfriend. Vicky didn't know that. She seems to like your husband. That drunken son of a bitch. Flirting with that tramp while I'm down here trying to be good. Damn it. She downed another beer. We can have our own fun. He said putting his hand on her thigh. Do you ever give up? She looked at him and shook her head again. Not when it's something worth going for. Mike smiled and moved his hand higher. He lightly scratched his nails along the inside of her thigh. I'm a little drunk, Vicky said. She leaned back against the seat and closed her eyes. Mike's hand slipped under the hem of her dress. Her skin was so soft and warm. He squeezed her flesh as he inched toward the prize. She moaned softly as his fingertips brushed lightly up and down her thigh. He soon had his fingers pressed against the crotch of her panties. She moved her legs further apart. She turned to him and lazily opened her eyes. She grabbed his arm and meekly protested. Don't please, she whispered. Mike pushed the material into her slit. Her pussy was hot and a bit wet. His fingers rubbed her through her panties. Oh God, she moaned. You shouldn't be doing that. She spread her legs wide enough for him to palm her mound. He took the hint and used his whole hand to rub her with his middle finger nestled in her slit. He traced the outside of her pussy fold with his fingertip. It wasn't long before she was moaning and rolling her head back and forth. It was exciting to both of them knowing her husband was less than five feet away. Dustin's wife was getting on so much she reached for Mike's dick. She started pulling it again, and this time she was a lot more willing. She jerked it, and when she got to the head she would rub her thumb over it. She put her hand to her mouth and sloppily lick it until it was covered with her spit. When her hand went back to jerking... Mike almost shot his load right there. She worked his dick like a pro, using his pre-cum and her spit as lube. Long slow strokes, then fast, then rub the head, then squeezing the shaft tight and jerking. Goddamn girl. I guess you do know how to work a cock, Mike said panting. She smiled and opened her eyes. They were glazed over and her breathing was heavy. You aren't so bad o at it either. Oh yeah? 
They're right there, baby. Her hips started moving up and down and pushed against his fingers as he concentrated on doing little circles around her clit. Mike reached up with his other hand to squeeze one of those big tits. He could feel her hard nipple poking like a hot coal into his palm. He pinched it. Vicky growled a husky moan and pushed her hips hard against his probing fingers. She was really wet now. Her panties restricted his fingers to about the first knuckle. Mike wanted to go in deeper. His fingers slipped under the leg band of her panties and felt her trimmed bush. He pulled her panties aside and thumbed her clit. Vicky opened her eyes and looked at him. Her hand grabbed his wrist. Mike stuck two fingers in her twat. No, she whimpered. Please don't. I can't. I'm married. Please. It's gone too far. He pushed the two fingers deeper into her. Not like this. Not here. Not with you. She was having trouble getting the words out. Her hips were moving with his fingers. He leaned in and licked her ear. Oh God. Please stop, please. She said softly between moans. Her breathing was ragged and heavy. Mike rubbed her clit with his thumb and sawed his fingers into her now soaking cunt. He was pushing them in as far as they could go. She pulled on his cock faster. She was going to come Mike opened a couple buttons on her top and pulled it over so he could suck her tit. In the darkness he couldn't tell if her nipple really was pink and he didn't care. What he could tell was that it was about an inch long. He put his mouth on it and flicked it with his tongue. Oh you fucking bastard. That feels so good. She groaned. He covered it with his mouth and sucked hard. Her hips were bouncing off the seat as her climax got closer. He sucked her nipple hard and used his pinky to tickle her asshole. He slipped his little finger into her butthole. Two in the pink and one in the stink was the joke. That pushed her over the cliff. Vicky released his cock and grabbed his head and pulled it tight to her tit. She used her free hand to muffle her orgasm. Oh God. Oh God M M M. Mike jammed those three fingers into her and pumped fast and hard. Her climax lasted about thirty seconds. He could see the muscles in her neck tense up as her body went stiff. Her hips were off the seat for the whole time. Finally she relaxed and let go of his head. Vicky stopped his hand from moving. Mike pulled his fingers out and sat back against the seat. He looked around and saw that no one noticed but Andy. Andy gave him a thumbs-up sign. Dustin saw it and turned to look at him. Mike gave the sign back. Dustin, not knowing what just happened, gave him a thumbs up and a big, goofy, drunken smile. Mike chuckled knowing he was showing him the thumb that had just gotten his wife off. When he turned back to Dustin's wife she was adjusting her clothes. She stood up and went to her husband. They exchanged words and she walked away. She looked mad. Great, Mike thought. She's gone. About five minutes later she came back to the table. By now two of the guys on the other side had left. Joe was still between him and Dustin but he was half passed out and laying on the table. Vicky passed by the empty chairs and sat beside him again. Blue, she said as she sat down. Mike was confused until she dropped her panties on the table. They're blue. I told my husband it was time to go but he's having so much fun with that whore he told me to go sit back down. He didn't even notice I was upset. Maybe I should have told him a coworker just made me come better than he ever did. He might have noticed then. She looked at Mike and her anger softened. So where was I? She reached into his lap. Oh, he's asleep, she said when she touched it. Not for long, Mike said. She started pulling on it with a lot more enthusiasm and his dick got hard quick. Good boy, she said. Suck it, Mike said.
Oh my goodness, sir. Whatever do you mean? Vicky said in a little girl voice. She looked at the end of the table, and her husband was still joking with Donna. I want you to put my cock in your mouth and suck it. You are such a bad man. I'm a married woman. I only do that with my husband. Please don't force my head into your lap with your hand. She said sounding innocent as she jerked his dick. Mike put his hand on the back of her head and pushed lightly. She put up the proper resistance to be able to claim she didn't want to but he noticed as her face got closer to his dick he wasn't pushing her head so much as just resting his hand there. Stop. I can't. It's not right. I have a husband. Oh no, MMMFFFDT. Her words were cut off as her lips closed around his dick. She took it to the balls and then slurped up and down. Mike looked to Andy and he had a huge grin on his face. Mike groaned as Vicky worked his cock. She slid her lips up and down the shaft in RHYEHYM with her hand. She sucked while she worked his balls with her other hand. Damn it felt good. A few more minutes and he was gonna blow a load in her mouth. Vicky moaned as she licked the head. Come in my mouth. She whispered. Mike was close. He had his hand in her top squeezing her tit. Oh shit. UNN. UNN. He grunted as he came. Vicky swallowed every drop and continued to lick him as he got soft. Where's Vicky? Dustin shouted. Donna had left, and Dustin was looking toward the bar for his wife. Mike pulled her face out of his lap. She hadn't heard her husband call for her and panicked when he told her. She wiped her mouth and buttoned her top. By the time his gaze focused on her she was put back together. She gave him a wave with one hand and stuffed Mike's dick in his pants with the other. We gotta go woman. Get your ass down here. When she got to the end of the table she gave him shit. Well aren't you a fine mess. We come for a party and you get shit-faced. You're too drunk to drive and I don't have my license with me. What are we going to do? Should I call a cab? Dustin was near passed out but he was still cheap. Cab. Fuck no. All you ever want to do is spend my money. I can drive. No you can't. Andy I hate to ask but could you drive us home? She asked while fiddling with the button on her top. Please say yes. She undid the button and then another. Yeah I could but how do I get back? He knew he could call a cab but he was going along with what she wanted. Mike could follow in his car and pick you up. Besides, I am going to need a couple men to help get him inside. Is that okay with you, dear? Yenef, Ione. He mumbled drunkenly. Andy and Mike got Dustin to his car and rolled him in the back seat. He mumbled something and fell asleep. His wife stepped into the space between them. So which one of you wants to drive me? Vicky asked with a big grin. They both took a step closer. She looked at Andy and then Mike. I thought so. She giggled like a little girl and opened the car door. Home Jeeves. Mike followed them wondering what was going on in the car. Was she giving him a blow job? Or a hand job? He tried to see if there was head movement but couldn't tell. Just my luck, we'll get there and she will send us packing. The car stopped and they got out. There was no adjusting of clothes so he figured nothing happened. Mike walked to them and they were laughing like they were old friends. Vicky asked if they could help her asshole husband into the house. With Andy under one arm and Mike under the other they dragged his limp ass up the walk. There was a three-step landing at the door. Andy and Mike were standing about two feet lower than Vicky when she went to open the door. She unlocked the door and opened it. Then she dropped her purse. She bent over to pick it up. They both watched hungrily as her dress rode up her thighs and stopped halfway up her ass. With the porch light and the light from inside they had a perfect view of her ass 
and the pussy cleft between her legs. Vicky looked back at them while she was bent over. Oopsie, she said. She straightened up and went inside. Mike's dick was rock hard again, and he figured Andy's was too. He wondered if she was just teasing or if she planned on doing them both. Put him on the couch, please. They wrestled him to the couch and plopped him on it. He grunted and then started snoring. He always goes to sleep when he's had too much to drink and then doesn't wake up till morning. She faced them. How can I ever thank you for helping me? Andy was more sure of the situation than Mike was. Hell, her husband was right there. He unzipped his pants and pulled out his hard-on. Can you do something about this? Oh my goodness. Look how swollen that is. Come into the kitchen and I'll put something on that. Vicky said. She turned out the living room light and led the way. Once in the kitchen she opened the fridge, that gave some light but didn't light the other room. She bent over to look in the fridge, giving them another view of her ass. Now let's see. What can I put on that? How about your mouth? Andy said. What? It works for the swelling from snake bites. I think a snake bit me in the parking lot. Really? She asked, wide-eyed. Man, she's good, Mike thought as he unzipped his pants. She looked at his now familiar pecker. I suppose you got bit too? I think I got a muscle pull and it needs to be put someplace warm. I can't think of where that could be, she said in the little girl voice. But if you find a place, by all means put it in there. Andy sat on a kitchen chair. Come over here and take a closer look, Andy said shaking his cock. You boys aren't trying to fool me, are you? I mean I'm a married woman and I don't want to do anything bad, she said coyly. I'm not trying to fool you. I really got bit. Look at how swollen it is, he said, sliding his fist over his cock. I guess I should take a look at it. But only if you swear it's not a trick. My goodness, it's hot in here. Vicky undid four buttons and her big tits were almost falling out. Andy held up three fingers in a Boy Scout swear and Dustin's wife got on her knees in front of him. Oh my, it is swollen. She grabbed Andy's cock and squeezed it. Andy groaned. And it's so stiff too. Does it hurt? She pumped it. This bitch liked her games. A lot. And I'm supposed to suck the poison out. I would like that. Andy said. Well, I never was a Girl Scout, but I could try. The glow from the fridge outlined her face as she opened her mouth and engulfed his dick. Oh, yeah? That's it, baby. Suck the poison out. Andy groaned and put his hand on her head. Mike knew how good she was at sucking cock and got a bit envious. Andy reached down and grabbed one of her big tits. Hey, Vicky said. She stopped sucking. That's naughty. I'm trying to help you and you do that. You're a bad man. Are you going to behave or should I stop? Oh shit. Don't stop. Say please. She was like a high school girl teasing the quarterback. Please suck my cock. You are so beautiful and I need you. Andy said as he pushed her head down again. She opened her mouth and started working him. Mike was impressed. Andy really knew the game. He watched as she moved her mouth and hand in unison, sliding her lips to the base and then to the tip and her hand followed her lips. She was making little pleasure sounds as she sucked. Mike's dick was ready to explode when Vicky used her other hand to pull her dress up in the back. He saw that pretty pink ass come into view and then she spread her legs. Mike dropped to his knees behind her and buried his face in her slit. And then in She groaned on Andy's dick. Mike licked her pussy and asshole. He tongue-fucked her. Vicky's hips bounced against his face. He reached up and grabbed her tit, pulling on the nipple and milked her. Oh shit. 
she said, releasing Andy's cock. She looked back. Will you stop playing and fuck me? She moaned. Mike grabbed his dick and rubbed it up and down her pussy. She pushed her hips back and he pulled away. Say please. Mike teased. Vicky laughed. You bastard. Please. Put your cock in my pussy. Please. Please. She begged. He pushed forward into her tight cunt. He slowly pushed until it was all the way in. Oh yes. Fuck me baby. Fuck me with that fat. Her words were cut off as Andy grabbed her head and pushed it back into his lap. Mike pumped his cock into her from behind as Andy moved her face on his dick. She was stuffed and loving it. She made little circles with her hips. Oh shit. I'm coming. Suck it. Andy groaned. Um. 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 His hips spasmed as he pumped his load down her throat. Vicky sucked him harder, swallowing all he could give her. Mike could see her throat moving as Andy's load went down. She finished with Andy and rested her head in his lap as he stroked her hair. You were so good. That was the best, Vicky. She looked up at Andy and smiled. Then her expression changed as her climax neared. Oh, fuck. 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 Fuck me, you bastard. Her hips were grinding furiously against Mike's. Her actions made him come. Aha. Nim. Ah. She moaned as she came with him. On. On none. Mike grunted as he pumped a load into Dustin's wife's snatch. He pumped until there was nothing left. He pulled out and the slut wife turned around and licked his cock clean. When she was finished cleaning his dick, Vicky sat on the floor with her knees up. Her face was covered in jizz and there was a trickle running out of her just fuck snatch. She used her dress to wipe her face. I guess that pays for you fellas helping get my husband home. They both nodded as they put their soft cocks away. They stood up and Vicky stayed on the floor. Did he get the job? She asked. Andy nodded. Well then I guess he won't be home in the evenings when you guys are off and as you can see. She spread her legs wider. There are some things here that need a man's touch. I hope you fellas would be able to find some time to help a lady out. But nothing naughty. I'm a married woman. They both laughed. Mike bent down and whispered in her ear. I'm gonna fuck you in the ass. I'm free on Thursday. And the next time you fuckers are gonna kiss me. She said. Part 2. Vicky's Ass When Dustin's ramblings got too much Mike would just go to dreamland and think about all the things Andy and him were going to do to the wife. Mike was surprised Dustin didn't ask why he got a boner every time they talked. Maybe he thought Mike was queer. Which was fine with him. If he thought Mike was a fag then he wouldn't connect him with fantasies about dumping a load down Vicky's throat. Four days after the birthday party Andy came up to Mike. You'll never guess who just called. Mike saw this big S.E.G. shit-eating grin on his face and out of the blue thought of Vicky. Well, it wasn't really out of the blue. Mike had been thinking about her for the past four days. He almost jerked his dick raw thinking about her crazy sex games. Vicky? Mike said. Fuck you, asshole. Andy answered. What? I wanted to surprise you and you ruined it. What did she want? Why'd she wait so long? Mike said. She wants you to know you have a skinny, ugly dick and a twelve-year-old fucks better than you. Andy said, smirking. And she wants to know if we are free after work. Mike grabbed his crotch. She wants some why ugly dick. Andy shook his head. Maybe she'll sit on your face and suffocate you. What a way to go. Mike stuck his tongue out. Quick as a snake, Andy surprised him by slapping his tongue with a dirty hand. 
Mike started spitting and wiping it off. Go wash your tongue, we got a date. They both went home and cleaned up. Mike wondered in the shower what she had in store for them. He started pulling his cock. It took all his self-control to stop and not waste a load on the tile. Andy picked him up because they figured one car was less noticeable. They wondered if Dustin had a spy in his neighborhood. Andy parked around the corner. He remembered there was a back gate so they snuck around to the backyard. Once in the yard they could see into the house. Vicky was in the living room wearing a blue t-shirt and jeans. She was sitting on the couch and her hand was down her pants rubbing her pussy. Every couple seconds she looked to the front door, like a kid afraid of getting caught. Andy knocked on the patio door and she jumped like a scared cat. What are you doing back here? Get in here quick, Vicky said. She looked around before closing the door. She shut the blinds and locked the door. Andy moved in behind her and put his arms around her waist. He kissed her neck and started sliding his hands up her body. Vicky pulled away from him. Mike noticed her nipples were pushing against her shirt. Don't, she said, pushing his arms away. What's wrong, honey? Andy asked. Please don't call me that. I'm married and not to you. I can't do this, she said in a guilty voice. It's wrong. I don't want to cheat on my husband. She moved to the living room. She sat on the couch, folding her legs under her. Any more, you mean? Cause you've already cheated on your husband. Andy replied. You had us come over to tell us that you can't do it? You could have told Andy on the phone. What do you really want? Mike said angrily. Oh, don't be mad. I know I could have. I wanted to tell you in person. She was sitting on the couch, wringing her hands together. I was angry the other night. And a little drunk. Dustin hadn't had sex with me for a few weeks, so I was vulnerable. And you took advantage of that. Bullshit. Mike barked. It's true, she said with a quiver in her voice. I don't want to be unfaithful. I'm not that type of woman. Of course you are, sweetie. You just don't know it yet. Andy said. You bastard. You are such a pig. Do you hate all women? She sobbed. I guess we should go then. Mike said. Vicky stopped crying and looked at him. You don't hate me, do you? Please don't hate me. Of course not. We don't want you to do anything you are not comfortable with. We understand that some women are teasers. Mike said. But I'm not. Vicky said. I'm not the type that does that. What type are you? Mike said sitting beside her. I don't know. But not a tease and not a cheating wife. She said as she looked into his eyes. I'm so confused. I don't want to be bad. So you're not the type of wife that jerks off a stranger's cock in a bar with lots of people around? Mike said staring back. You force me. Of course I did. You were going to tell my husband. Why didn't you tell him? Mike asked. He would have blamed me. No matter what I said. Are you the type that lets her husband's coworker finger fuck her to orgasm in a bar while her husband is sitting less than five feet away? Don't talk like that. I was angry and drunk. You took advantage. You got me too turned on to stop. She whimpered. What about a wife who willingly puts her mouth on that stranger's cock and swallows his cum? A stunned look crossed her face. Why are you saying these things to me? Why are you being so mean? Are you the type that when given a chance to get away from that horrible stranger you claim force you, insists that he and a friend go to your house so you can fuck and suck them while your husband is passed out in the other room? Are you that type? I know. It was wrong. It was a mistake. A terrible mistake. I was flattered when you thought I was sexy. 
I was flirting but it went too far. When you touched me, there, you made me feel things. Nasty sex things. It stirred feelings in me. And then when you brought me to, you know, climax with your hand. I couldn't think straight. She began sobbing again. I get urges. Bad, dirty, sinful feelings. No matter what's happening in my marriage, it's still wrong to cheat. Mike pulled her hand to his face. Your fingers are still wet, and I can smell your sweet pussy on them. What are you talking about? Vicky asked, surprised. We saw you playing with yourself. Sitting on the couch with your hand in your pants. You must have been getting those nasty feelings. The thought of two stiff dicks get your pussy itching? Andy said. God damn, my cock is getting hard just smelling you. Mike licked her fingers. Sweet, tastes like chicken. Stop it. Vicky shouted. You don't understand. She pulled her hand away. She unconsciously put her fingers to her nose and winced. What's wrong, honey? Don't like the smell of your own cunt? Andy said. I love the smell and taste of pussy. I bet yours tastes good. How was it, Mike, when you had your face buried in it? Oh, Andy, it was the best. I spread that pink and ran my tongue around her pussy lips and flicked it on her clit. Her hips twitched, and she pushed hard against me. You can't talk to me like that. Vicky said. I'm a married woman. You need to go now. And her ass. I tickled her asshole with my tongue, and she loved it. In fact, I was thinking I would stick my cock in Vicky's ass tonight. What? What do you mean? She said meekly. She looked at him with her eyes wide. I'll lick all around your asshole while your sweet married lips slide on my cock getting it good and wet. Then I'll stick a finger in your butthole to loosen it up. Her breathing was getting heavier. Her nipples were poking harder against her shirt, and she uncurled her legs. Then get behind you, grab your hips, and you'll feel the heat of my cock against your ass. Slowly I'll slide my cock into your tight asshole and fuck it. You'll feel my balls slapping against your cunt. You shouldn't say things like that. It's not right. That's a sin. Dirty. She was starting to sweat. Ever had a cock in your ass? Mike asked. No. She looked at him. Mike smiled. No. Vicky repeated. What's not right is this. It's not right that you get me all excited and send me away like this. Andy said. He unzipped and pulled his cock out. He slid his fist over his erection. Vicky stared as Andy's fist pumped over his meat. The head was swollen like the other night and turning dark purple. You can't blame me for that. It's not my fault. Don't do that, please. I don't want to watch you do that. She begged but didn't look away. And what about this? Mike asked and put her hand on his erection. Don't. She pleaded, still staring at Andy jerking off. Don't make me feel guilty for this. I'm married. She squeezed Mike's stick in time with Andy's strokes. She started jerking him through his pants. But you can't leave us like this. Andy said, moving closer. He moved to an inch away from her mouth. Vicky looked up at him. Mike reached over and grabbed her tit. He squeezed and fondled her. She moaned as he worked her tit through her shirt. Her nipple was hard as a rock. Oh God. Don't do that. She groaned. Please, you should go now. You both need to go before something bad happens. I'm not going anywhere but in that pretty mouth of yours. Andy said as he rubbed his dick against her lips. Vicky didn't pull back. She just sat there as he rubbed her face. She took a deep sniff of his cock. She ran her tongue over the precum on her lips. She looked up at Andy's leering face. I'm such a bad person, she said. She opened her lips and slowly slid them over Andy's dick. 
Vicky quietly moaned as she pushed her lips further down the shaft. She felt the head of his cock touch the back of her throat and pulled her lips back. She quickened her rhythm and cupped his balls. Once she started giving Andy a blowjob it was as if she surrendered to her inner slut. Her eyes never left Andy's hard on as her fingers worked the zipper on Mike's pants and snaked inside. He groaned as her petite fingers circled around his dick. She started pulling it. Her head began bobbing faster as she worked Andy like a porn star. She spit on her hand and jackhammered her fist on Andy's cock. Her breathing was heavy. Her eyes were half-closed. She let go of Mike and reached for Andy's balls again. She played with his balls and lifted his cock to suck them. She licked along the shaft, then went back to licking the head while she jerked him. You like this, don't you? Tell me you like this, Vicky said, panting. Goddamn honey, you really know how to work a pecker, Andy said, groaning under her manipulations. She looked at Mike and smiled. You're a nasty man, aren't you? You want to do naughty things to me, don't you? The nastier the better, Mike answered. He stood up and stripped off his clothes. Vicky kept her eyes on him the whole time, never missing a stroke on Andy's dick. Her eyes gleamed when he pulled down his shorts and his cock sprang into view. She reached over and grabbed it. He moved closer. The housewife put her face between the two cocks so she could rub them both on her lips. She alternated between sucking Mike and Andy. M-M-M-N-N-M. She was making soft moaning sounds as she worked on them. Andy took off his clothes while Vicky worked both dicks. He put his hand on her head and stopped her. Get naked, he ordered. As if in a daze she stood up. Andy and Mike sat on the couch to watch her strip. Will you touch yourselves while I do? She asked. No, it was more like pleaded. Like a junkie needing drugs. They put their hands on their dicks and stroked themselves. Vicky smiled and pulled her t-shirt over her head. She was wearing a thin blue bra. The bottom of the cups was a satin material, and the top was like a thin gauze. Her cantaloupe-sized tits strained at the material. Mike could see the upper part of her arrow and her nipples. He had guessed right. They were indeed pink and hard as nails. She squeezed with her thumb and forefinger and tugged on her erect nipples through the bra. She moaned loudly. Her fingers reached for the zipper on her jeans. Andy motioned for her to come closer. Vicky stepped in front of him. Vicky shivered as his strong hands slid up her thighs. Andy unbuttoned and unzipped her pants. He pulled the two sides apart and kissed her belly just above the waistband of her panties. He licked her navel as he pulled her jeans down and she stepped out of them. Vicky's hips were swaying as Andy ran his hand up the inside of her thigh. Her thin matching panties showed her neatly trimmed pussy. Oh God! Vicky gasped when his fingers touched her crotch through her panties. His finger parted her camel toe and moved slowly back and forth. Vicky's hips moved with emotion. On your knees, Andy said. Vicky knelt between his legs. Look at them tits, Andy said to Mike. He unhooked the front clasp and her brow fell away. Her huge tits swayed but didn't sag too much. Mike pinched one nipple and Andy did the other. Her nipples must have been sticking out a full inch. Both men tugged on their prize and Vicky groaned in pleasure. Her head fell back and her hand went between her legs. Stop that, Andy commanded. She looked at him with disappointment but stopped what she was doing. Stand up and turn around. We want to see that ass. Vicky stood and turned her back to them. Bend over. Oh no. I can't. It's too embarrassing. Don't make me do this. Can't we just do it? She asked. Andy put his hand on her back. Vicky slowly bent over. 
she had spread her legs for balance. The crack of her ass was visible through the panties and the split of her pussy mound. Andy grabbed the waistband of her panties and pulled them down. Vicky lifted one leg at a time stepping out of her panties. Her cute pussy nestled between her thighs was soaking wet. Her fur-lined lips were red and swollen. Spread your ass cheeks. I can't do that. There was sobbing in her voice. No one had ever inspected her so closely. Mike looked at him wondering if he was going too far. Andy smiled at him. He stuck out his tongue licked her crack. He tickled her asshole with the tip of his tongue. The housewife moaned. Vicky reached back and spread her ass for them. Her puckered rosebud came into view. It was as pink as her nipples. This is wrong. It's dirty. She said. And this. Andy said as he licked his finger and stuck it in her ass. Oh God. Vicky groaned. Don't, please don't. Andy worked his finger in deeper and began sawing it in and out. Then he used two fingers. Dustin's wife was panting and moaning. Mike stuck two fingers in her pussy at the same time. Ayag. Vicky shouted. She pushed against both hands. She was so worked up from touching herself earlier she came right away. Andy caught her hips before she fell forward and pulled her to his lap. He stuffed his dick into her wet cunt and bounced her up and down. Vicky leaned back against him, grunting each time he drove his cock to the hilt. Andy grabbed and squeezed her tits. Mike stood up and moved her legs to the outside of Andy's. He needed some room. He grabbed her hair and pulled her face to his cock. Like a pro Vicky worked his cock with her mouth while bouncing on Andy's lap. Mike could feel her grunts and groans on his dick. He held her head and started fucking her face. She gagged as it went all the way in until his pubic hair was tickling her nose. She tried to push his hips away but he kept it in her throat until she started choking. I can't breathe. It's too deep. I can't breathe. She said gasping for air when he finally released her. Fuck. All you do is complain. Andy said. He pushed her off him and down to the floor. Vicky crumpled onto the carpet. Don't stop. Please don't stop. She whimpered. Stop? Andy laughed. We ain't even started yet. Get your ass up here. He pointed to the couch. There was fear in her voice and her eyes as she sat on the couch and asked. WW what are you going to do? Andy went to the kitchen and came back a few seconds later. He threw a huge cucumber beside her. Fuck yourself with that. Vicky was unconsciously pulling on her nipple and stroking her pussy while he was gone. She stopped and picked up the cuke. It must have been twice as big around as either of their dicks. She looked at Andy. You must be kidding. I'm not going to do anything with that. Fine. Mike, get your clothes on. We're out of here. She looked at it and wrapped both hands around it. It will never fit. I could never get that in me. Vicky put the end against her pussy. She looked at Andy. Mike noticed how quickly her story changed from no to it won't fit. Here, sweetie. Let me help. Andy said. He held the end to her mouth. Vicky licked and slobbered on it. Andy rubbed the cucumber against her pussy. Put your feet flat on the couch. He said. When she did, he began pushing it in her. Vicky clenched her teeth. He used a twisting back and forth motion. To Mike's amazement, it started slow and bit by bit he pushed it into her. Soon half the thing was shoved up her. Andy put her hand on the cuke. I want to watch you fuck yourself, he said, stroking his cock. She started slowly but soon Vicky was slamming that monster vegetable into her hole, panting like a dog in heat. Her hips bounced off the couch. She thrashed around as she pounded her pussy with tomorrow's salad fixing. 
She had forgotten all about being the shy wife. Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh fuck. She cried out. I'm coming you motherfuckers, I'm coming. Eeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeeee
It's tearing me up. I can't. Take it. Ah. Ugh. Ugh. Mmm. Oh God. Starting to feel a bit better? Mike asked. He got his answer when instead of trying to get away, she pushed back against him. He stopped moving and let her fuck herself. Mike smiled at Andy. I think we got a winner on the Who Wants a Dick in the Ass contest. I've never felt anything like this. It's so big. Vicky gasped. Oh Christ, fuck me. Fuck my ass, you sick bastard. He pushed her against the back of the couch and slammed her hard. He pulled out until he saw the edge of the cockhead and then slammed back in. Ah nom nom. Come in my ass. I want you to come in my ass. Vicky screamed. Ha ha ha. She panted with each stroke. Take it all, bitch. Gaia. Mike shouted. Mike pumped hard and exploded into her virgin ass. It took about five strokes and he was done. Vicky still hadn't climaxed but Mike pulled out and sat beside her. His dick was covered with cum and shit. Vicky still had her ass in the air, moving her hips, fucking a phantom cock. Her gaping asshole was still stretched open. Make me come. I need to come. I need more. She begged. Andy took his place and shoved his cock into her. Vicky sighed and bounced on his dick. Get up there and let her lick that clean, he said. Mike looked at his dick and shook his head. Go on, she'll do it, Andy said. Vicky, suck Mike's cock. Taste your own ass. Mike went to her head and put his cock in her face. No. It smells like shit, I'm not sucking it, she said. Andy stopped fucking and Vicky wiggled her hips. Ah, don't stop. Suck it, Andy said and slapped her ass. Vicky looked back at him, then closed her eyes and opened her mouth. Mike put his dick in and she licked and sucked it. Andy began fucking her but again. After a few strokes Vicky was sucking Mike like she loved the taste. Her hips were bouncing and her hands were pulling her nipples. Oh yes. That's it. Pump harder. But God. I coming bitch. I'm filling your ass. Uh. 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 Andy grunted. He drove his cock to the base. I'm shooting my come up your pooper. Vicky screamed. I feel it. Right there. You got me. Fuck me daddy. Fuck my dirty shithole. Look. Fuck me deep. Fuck me. Fuck me. She chanted. F-F-F-U-C-C-K-K. A-A-A. Andy pounded her wrecked rectum driving in as deep as he could. Vicky's orgasm caused her hips to twitch and her whole body spasmed. Andy finished coming and pulled out. Vicky collapsed on the couch but her body kept twitching like she was having a seizure. I heard women can have anal orgasms but I never seen one. Andy said, shaking his head. Wish mine were that fierce. Maybe you need a cock in your ass. Mike said. Not in this lifetime. He answered. Then Andy surprised Mike by showing actual concern. She's still twitching. Think she's all right? I'm good. Vicky said gasping like she had run ten miles. I am real good. Christ almighty I've never come like that. Vicky was lying on her side and her asshole was raw and red. She tried to get up but Andy pushed her down. I wouldn't get up just yet, he said. If you want more of me it's going to have to wait. I am all fucked out and I have to pee real bad. She looked at him and smiled. That's not all you'll do if you get up. Just wait. He picked up her shirt. He threw it to her. You might want to press that against your ass. It took a couple seconds to dawn on her why. She laughed and grabbed the towel. Thanks. 
I might have a hard time explaining why I shit all over the living room. She plugged her butt and ran to the bathroom. Ah, that was sweet, Mike said. You actually care. Fuck that. I just figure we can still have some fun with her, but if her husband gets suspicious, that limits how much, he said as they were getting dressed. Damn it. What? Mike asked. My cock is filthy. I should have had her clean it before she left. Andy looked around and finally decided on the curtains. He grabbed a corner and cleaned himself. And that won't get him suspicious? You think that pompous whatever cleans anything, much less cares about the curtains? Andy said. Good point. So what's next for our little sex toy? Are you fuckers talking about me? Vicky came back. She was transformed into the slut from the other night. It was like a crap storm in there. And my ass hurts. She had changed into a pair of tight shorts without a top. Goddamn woman, will you put some clothes on? Your tits drive me crazy. Mike complained. Vicky smiled and tugged at one of her nipples. She walked over to Andy and put her arms around his neck. I hope you brushed, he said. She kissed him on the lips. He grabbed her tit and squeezed it. She moaned. Vicky broke the kiss and came over to Mike. She moved in and kissed him as she grabbed his crotch. It was a good kiss. Her tongue danced inside his mouth, and she sucked on his tongue. Mike's cock started getting hard again as she squeezed it. She pulled away from him. I said you guys were going to kiss me this time. She laughed and sat on the couch. I never had really good sex since I got married, until you two. I like it. I need it. I want more, but not now. You've got to leave. Give me a couple days for my holes to get back to the size they should be, and we can play some more. And what about this? Mike asked, holding the erection she caused. Well, I guess we have time for a couple quick blow jobs. She said, motioning for him to come over. Vicky got so turned on giving him some goodbye head she pulled off her shorts and fingered herself. Andy handed her the cuke again, which she eagerly used. When she was finished swallowing Mike's load, she did Andy. She came again while working Andy's dick. Looks like we need to buy little Vicky a dildo, Andy said as he pulled his limp dick from her lips. You want to go shopping? Can I come? Vicky asked eagerly. I thought you just did, Mike said. Shopping. When you buy the you-know-fake dick. You ever been to a sex shop before? Andy put his hand under her chin and tilted her face to him. No. She blushed. This woman had just taken two strangers' cocks in every hole she's got and fucked herself with a vegetable. But she blushes at the thought of an adult bookstore. Could be fun. Mike said. They left her sitting on the couch, using the cuke on herself again because she got turned on at the thought of a sex store. I think we created a monster. A cock monster, Mike said when they got back to the car. What do you mean, we pale face? You started this. Anything goes wrong, it's on you, Andy said. Fair enough. Mike laughed. Hell, the younger, sexy woman that wants to fuck and suck and after, you get to leave and go home. What could go wrong? Part 3, Vicky's Story As I sit here writing this I am waiting for two men I hardly know to take me shopping for a fake dick. I am excited at the thought. I have already played with myself twice and feel like I need to again. I am excited but I am also scared beyond belief. I don't know what road I am traveling or where it will end. I don't know who I am anymore. For the past twelve years I have been a faithful, church-going, shy wife. Now I'm a sex-crazed slut who is whoring with two of my husband's co-workers and loving it. I don't know how I got to this place in my life. 
I do know how it started. I got married when I was twenty and was a virgin until my wedding day, but not a virgin when I got married, that's another story. Well, technically a virgin. Although I was a virgin I did have a working knowledge of the male sex organ, penis, they said in school and that's what I thought of it as. Until I also learned it was called a cock, prick, dick, pecker, fuck stick, and my favorite pleasure pole. Because I experienced a whole lot of pleasure from that slab of man meat they take for granted and some women desperately crave. I had become one of those women. I was 18 and babysitting Jimmy Hall. No, Jimmy isn't the one responsible but he is the starting point. Or to be more precise his father is where it begins. It was due to him and his appetites that I became a teenage cockhound. But to be fair, I have always been fascinated with what a man has between his legs. I guess it's more above than between. Women have it between, men have it above. Whatever. Wherever. I have been curious about it. Soft, then hard, then soft again. Peeing in the snow. A shaft with a bulbous head. Like a spear ready to stab a woman between her legs. God, I love and doubt that's where Jimmy's father comes in, and come in he did. In my hand, in my mouth, in my hair, on my boobies, and on my face, everywhere but my special place. I was saving that for marriage. I wanted to have something special for my husband. If I had known how little attention my husband would give it, I would have fucked my brains out back then. I was raised very sheltered in a religious house and SEX was never discussed. As an only child I had no frame of reference for men. The girls at school were no help. Sex was either great or horrible, depending on who you spoke to. I saw some pictures but that's not the same as a live model. My parents did not let me date, because boys only wanted one thing. I knew what that was but didn't know why. Or how my parents wanted me to learn the value of money so they insisted I do babysitting. The first couple jobs were for families that had little girls. No penises there, or is it painy? Anyway, a few months after I turned 18, I got a job with the Halls. They had an 14-year-old boy. Now I'm not perverse enough to go messing with an 14-year-old, but he did have a penis. No, I did not do anything sexual with him, not when he was 14 anyway but I was curious as to the mechanics of how his thing worked. Peeing standing up, how do you aim it? Every chance I got I peeked at him. There were a couple times when I saw a bump in his PJS and knew that was called an erection but I still didn't know what it looked like. One night he got out of bed to pee and left the door open a bit. I was peeking through the crack but he was turned and I couldn't see anything except a stream coming from that area. What are you doing Vicky? A voice asked from behind me. It was spoken in a whisper so I wasn't scared enough to scream or bump the door. Thank God for that. Can you imagine how embarrassing for it to get around school that I was a peeping Betty on a little kid peeing? However, I was still scared because I got caught. I figured the voice belonged to Mr. Hall and I was right. He and his wife had gotten home early. Mr. Hall, please, it's not what you think. I sputtered. Jimmy had finished and opened the door. When he saw the two of us standing there he asked, What's going on? Where's mom? She's waiting in the car to take Vicky home, son. Everything's fine. Go back to bed. His father said. As he went to his room his dad said, I'm proud of you for getting up and not wetting the bed. He was a good dad. Jimmy closed his bedroom door and Mr. Hall turned his attention back to me. Okay young lady, what have you got to say? He looked upset. Why were you watching my son in the bathroom? I didn't see anything, I swear. He was turned and, and... I started to cry. Please, sob, don't sob, tell, sob, my sob, parents. Please. The car honked. 
That's Mrs. Hall, he said. She's waiting to take you home. We will talk about this later. I need to think of what to do, depending on your reason. Don't mention this to my wife and I won't tell your parents. Yet. He smiled. I didn't realize at the time it was a we've got a secret, you and I smile. A smile that so many older men have given young girls and older women to young boys, I guess. A smile that says we will work this out later, in private. And there's no reason for my wife to know that I dried my eyes on my sleeve and ran to the car. As I ran down the stairs my boobies bounced against my sweater. My boobies felt funny. Funny tingly not funny haha. My nipples were stiff and ached a little bit but I didn't know why. Maybe it was that smile. I have always had big nipples, even before I had boobs. They were a constant source of embarrassment, and at times got me in trouble with my parents. When I started to develop, around ten, I had to stuff my brow with tissue. Not to make my breasts look bigger but to keep my nipples from poking out. If I didn't my dad would point to my chest and suggest maybe I needed a thicker brow or an extra shirt. The only time I could go braless was when I slept. By the time I was thirteen, I had to wear my brow to bed. The friction of my pajama top caused me to get tingly, and I had these weird erotic dreams. Not sex dreams, but dreams of being rubbed and caressed. More than a few mornings I woke up with my panties wet, and my extra pillow between my legs.as for my chest, on my chest, they started growing at ten and kept on until I was eighteen. I wish my body had. I'm only five feet two inches now and five as a teenager. The rest of my body was, and is, in proportion, other than my oversized chest. Slender waist and slim hips. My dark hair contrasted my white skin. And I'm told I have big, doll-like eyes and a full pouty mouth. But like I said my knockers were the attention getters. At 14 they were round like grapefruit. The boys at school would stare at me and some even tried to grab them. A couple did and then ran away laughing. By 18, they were a bit larger than cantaloupes and just as round. I would look at them in the mirror and think they looked like two bald heads with strawberries on top. My nipples were at least a half inch and longer if they got stiff, with dollar-sized areolas. When excited they went from pink to a dark red.mr. Hall called me the next day after school. I told my parents they wanted me to babysit. Their house was only three blocks away and as I walked I got nervous about what to say to him. For some reason, maybe it was just female instinct, I pulled the tissue out of my bra. My nipples were stiff from fear and anticipation. Even my bra couldn't keep them down. They poked against my t-shirt like two little missiles that I put my arms over my chest until I got to the house. I rang the bell. I didn't know what I was going to say if Mrs. Hall answered, but something, maybe that same female intuition, told me that his wife was not going to be at home to answer the door. Come in, Vicky, Mr. Hall said sternly. I followed as he walked to the living room. Mrs. Hall took Jimmy to soccer practice. I called you here to talk about last night. He talked with his back to me. It wasn't until he turned to sit down that he noticed my chest. I hope you have, ah, good, ah, excuse. He was now staring at my chest as I stood in front of him. To be fair, they were at eye level. And could you do better? Please, Mr. Hall, don't be mad. It's not what you think, I said. I was just trying to get a look at his, you know, thing. It sounded bad after I said it. Okay. He had regained his composure. Tell me why I shouldn't call the police. He was staring into my eyes. Police. I'm worried about my parents and he's talking police. Oh please Mr. Hall, please don't call the police. I started to cry. I calm down Vicky. I didn't say I was going to call. 
I just wanted you to explain what you were doing and why. I now know the what. I need to know the why. Do you like little boys? Is that it? No. Mr. Hall, no. It's not like that. I was calming down but still scared. I figured the best solution was the truth. I don't have any brothers or male relatives and I was curious as to what a pee penis looked like. Don't they cover that in school? He asked gently. Yes, but I don't know how they work and pictures aren't the same as seeing a real, live one. That was stupid. Of course it would be live. Who wants to see a dead one? That would be gross. But Vicky, you are a very pretty girl and I'm sure with the way you look. He was waving a hand at my chest. There are lots of boys at school more than willing to show you their things. My nipples got tingly again when he said I was pretty. Mr. Hall thought I was pretty. Oh, there are, but then they would want me to have sex with them, and I'm saving that for marriage. I just wanted to see one up close to see what it looked like. Because I never have and... I was rambling. I'm not sure why. Maybe it was the way he was staring at me. Looking at my eyes and not my boobs. No one did that. So what you're saying is all you wanted was to get an up-close and personal look at a real, live cock. That word slapped me in the face. It's not that I hadn't heard it before, just never from a grown-up and certainly not in regards to an eleven-year-old's penis. I had not thought of Jimmy's penis as a cock, but I guess it was. Or does it stay a penis until the owner realizes he can do more than pee with it, then it becomes a cock? Mr. Hall talking like that got my face hot and my nipples were straining so hard they hurt. I crossed my arms over my chest and lightly moved them across my nipples to ease the ache. It felt good. Really, really good. If that's all you wanted, all you have to do is ask, Mr. Hall said. He leaned back against the couch and spread his legs. My face was burning now, blood was thumping in my ears. Was he offering to show me his? Oh my God, Mr. Hall has a penis. Of course he does, he's a man, silly. I had not thought of grown men as having that. I only thought of boys my age. I stared at his crotch. Mr. Hall saw where I was looking. Ask me if you can see my cock, Vicky. My throat was dry. I was really scared and excited. More excited than scared. I may never get this chance again. It was so nice of him to offer. He knew I had a problem of finding a penis to inspect and was kindly offering to help. I could hear my heart beating. A voice in my mind told me it was wrong but I had to see. I had to know. I took a deep breath. I was going to see a grown-up man's penis, a cock. Can I see your cock? I blurted out as one word. Say please, Mr. Hall said, smiling. Please, Mr. Hall, can I see it, please? Of course you can, my dear. Why don't you kneel between my legs so you can get aerial good close look? He was smiling that secret smile. My heart was beating like a I don't know what but it was beating faster than it ever had. My face was flush. My arms across my nipples were sending shocks through my body. I felt lightheaded. I put my hands on his knees and slowly knelt down as he spread his legs more. I sat back on my heels with my hands on his knees. Little did I know then that this was the position men most desired in their women. Who cares what her face looks like when you are staring at the top of her head? I held my breath as he unzipped his pants and put his fingers inside. A small whimper of anticipation escaped my lips as his fingers withdrew, pulling out his is that it. There before me, poking out from the opening in his pants, was a shriveled up, little, pink, mushy blob of man flesh. It was about two inches long, and it rested on a wrinkly skin flap that looked like it had two large grapes in it. My girlish disappointment must have showed on my face because he said, Not what you expected. 
It was not. I expected a real live cock and this looked like an old dead whatever. Maybe that's what happens when you get old. It's alive until you have a kid or two then it dies and becomes a penis again. You were telling the truth, you have never seen one before. Mr. Hall said. Vicky. Vicky. Look at me. He said sternly. I moved my gaze from his thing to his face. Even though I was feeling disappointed I was still breathing heavy. It may be dead but it was still a penis. Not all cocks come out as raging monsters. It's asleep. It needs to be woken up. He said confidently. I must have looked confused. You need to wake it up. Touch it. I hadn't even thought about doing that. I thought he would pull it out. It would look like the pictures. I would stare at it and then go home. That voice screamed in my head again, don't do it. But I had gone this far. I wasn't going to stop now. This might be my last chance. I stuck out one finger and poked it. I jumped a bit when it moved. It moved, maybe it wasn't dead after all. I poked it again. It moved again and seemed a bit bigger. Not like that. Like this. Mr. Hall grabbed my hand and wrapped my inexperienced girl fingers around it. It was soft and squishy. It was warm and as I held it, it got bigger. It was turning into a cock right before my eyes. He moved my hand slowly up and down. It really grew then. It grew thicker and stiffer. My mind screamed run away but there was another part that said this was good. Holding his stiffening thing made me feel warm between my legs. Oh yes sweetie. Just like that. Mr. Hall groaned. He liked what I was doing. I guess I was doing it right. I moved my hand faster. It was now about three inches around and five inches long. The head was about as big as a walnut. I saw the pee hole in the end. It wasn't long before it was as stiff as a steel rod. Now that's a cock. His sack underneath had filled out too. I was mesmerized at the sight of it. My nostrils filled with his musky man scent. I let go and it bobbed up and down. Like a cobra to a piper my eyes followed its movement. There you go. What a good girl you are. You woke it up. Mr. Hall said. Thank you. I said. I was glad I did a good job. I scrutinized every inch. The thick vein underneath. The ridge where the head began. The grapes that moved in his hairy sack. The viennes running along the side of the shaft. I am circumcised but some are not. He said teacher-like. I pushed the head down so it was pointing straight at me and let it go. It bounced back up and then up and down a couple times. The head felt spongy under my finger. Want to see what else it can do? He asked that I couldn't speak so I nodded my head. He put my hand back on it and told me to keep stroking it. I jerked it and it felt good in my hand. He showed me where to hold it. He said that a lot of times women grab too close to the base and end up jerking the balls and not the cock. He put my hand in different positions to show me. I giggled a little when his balls danced with the jerking. I decided on a place about an inch from the head.mr. Hall was breathing faster and his hips were moving as I concentrated on pulling his cock. It was getting hot in my hand. He grabbed my hand and spit on it and put it back. It caused lubrication and my was sliding rather than just pulling the skin up and down. There was some fluid seeping from the pee hole and I rubbed my palm over the head. Oh God, Vicky. You do that so good. You're a natural. He groaned again. Then he surprised me by reaching over and pulling my nipple. A shock went through me right to my toes. No one had ever touched me like that. Now it was my turn to moan. I felt like this a little when I touched them but never this intense. My head was woozy. Oh. 
WWW Hatta, why are you doing? It was hard to speak and even harder to breathe. I kept jerking him and felt his cock swell. It was still growing. That's it. Faster, baby, faster. Oh shit, I'm coming. Mr. Hall shouted. I jerked him as fast as I could and a glob of white stuff exploded from the end and landed on my cheek. I slowed my hand. Oh god, girl, don't stop now. He begged. I continued to pump it again as the stuff spurted out a couple more times then slowly trickled down my fingers and into his pubic hair. The tip was real red and when I looked at his face it showed great pleasure in what I was doing. I liked that I was making him feel good because he was making me feel pretty good with what he was doing. This whole time he was tugging on my nipple and I felt like I was going to explode too. But I didn't. Not then anyway. Mr. Hall stopped pulling on me and then stopped my hand. He wiped it clean with a hanky from his pocket and wiped my face. I could smell it. His thing got soft again as I watched it. Oh wow. I said. Was that what you were expecting? He asked as he stuffed it back in his pants. Don't put it away my brain cried. I'm not done with it. Uh Uh-huh. Was all I could say. My chest was still aching and my crotch was itching. Okay now that you have seen a penis I assume that you won't be trying to peek at my son anymore? Am I right? Yes sir. I answered still staring at his crotch. He noticed. You know Vicky. Anytime you want to do this again all you have to do is ask. I think you should go now before my wife gets home. Here's ten dollars to show your parents for babysitting. I was giddy walking home. I had not only seen but also touched a penis and I turned it into a cock. I smelled my hand as I walked home. It smelled of cock and man juice. The friction between my legs from walking made my knees weak. I grabbed my boob and squeezed. My nipple felt like a pebble against my palm. I rubbed my hand around my boob and like Mr. Hall I tugged at my nipple. I got lightheaded and there was an explosion in my brain. My knees buckled and I fell against the fence. I was having a hard time breathing so I stayed there for a few seconds while I recovered. Whatever that was, it felt great. I would have to ask Mr. Hall the next time if he knows. PT2 It was two days after Mr. Hall had been nice enough to show me his penis and let me touch it until the only word I can think of is it puked. My brain was still processing the information and in school I checked the books to get the technical terms. Climax was a much nicer word than puke. When I got home from school, Mrs. Hall was there talking to my parents. Oh. I thought I was in trouble. But I wasn't. Mrs. Hall told my parents she was there to take me out for a soda and discuss a new schedule for more hours of babysitting. My dad was fine with that because summer was in a couple weeks and it would give me less time to think about boys that I thought we were going to the drugstore but she stopped in the woods near town. I was scared. I thought she found out about her husband and me and was going to hurt me. She must have figured what I was thinking. I don't want to hurt you. I want to thank you. I know what you did with my husband and I would like you to continue. She said. That was confusing. I I don't understand. Of course you don't. You're still young. You think men are wonderful and they will bring you happiness. Mrs. Hall said. They don't? Oh, I'm sure they do for some women, but I am a businesswoman. I got married to have a child. Well, I have a child, so why do I need to deal with all that fucking and getting all sweaty and crawling all over each other? I hadn't thought of it like that. I still believed in love. It was strange hearing a classy woman like Mrs. Hall, all dressed in her business suit, talk about fucking. I guess I didn't think people like her used words like that. You mean that you and Mr. Hall don't? Not if I don't have to. That's where you can help me, dear. 
Oh, I'm not going to have sex until I am married. I want to give my husband something special on my wedding night. I must have seemed so naive to her. And I guess I was. Oh, that's so sweet. But I don't want you to fuck my husband. I certainly don't want you to get pregnant. I just want you to drain his fluids so he doesn't come after me for it. She said it very matter-of-factly, like she was closing a business deal. We will drain the fluids then there won't be a problem. Now on to new business. Dash. I don't know how to do that. I said. Ha. Believe me child he will be more than happy to show you several different ways. I'm hoping you can relieve his pressure three times a week. There will be extra money in it. Money you could use for college. I guess it would be alright, if you don't mind and I don't have to have intercourse. I said. My heart was racing. She was giving me permission to see and touch her husband's thing all I wanted. I would know everything there was to know about a penis before the summer was over. We worked out the details to our mutual satisfaction. I just had to make sure that Mr. Didn't Know Mrs. Knew and of course, no fucking. I was skipping on the way to school the next day. Extra money and all the penis I want. This was going to be fun. The very next day I went to the halls after school. I stayed in my school uniform. I was excited. I knew Mrs. Hall was picking her son up and taking him to soccer practice and they would be gone two hours. I rang the bell. Mr. Hall was taken aback to see me standing there in my little pleated skirt and white shirt. Like before I had taken my nipple pads out. I concentrated on making sure I wasn't breathing as fast as my heart was beating. But I couldn't control the reaction of my nipples. They stood at attention. Vicky? What are you doing here? Mrs. Hall said I was to come over to babysit for a couple hours after school. She didn't tell you. I didn't want to just come out and say I was there to see his cock again. Mrs. Hall has our son at soccer practice. She must have gotten the days mixed up. He said staring at my chest. Oh no. What am I going to do? I told my dad I was babysitting. If I come home too soon without the money, he'll think I was lying and was with a boy. He'll be mad. I tried this little pouty voice I heard in a Shirley Temple movie. It sounded so desperate, even I felt sorry for me. Would you like to come in? We could talk or something until it's okay for you to go home. I can give you the same money you would make from babysitting and that way your dad won't find out. He could have said so your dad won't be mad but he said find out, usually not a big deal but considering what we I was going to do, it made all the difference. Oh that sounds wonderful, Mr. Hall. Thanks Shirley Temple. I think you can call me Jeff, he said. I sat on the couch and Jeff went and got me a soda. He came and sat beside me. I could smell his aftershave. I got lightheaded. He made small talk about school and stuff but I was having trouble concentrating. He noticed and asked if there was something wrong. He had worry in his voice. Like he was afraid I was going to tell someone what happened. If he could have read my mind he would have been laughing and out of his pants before the door closed. Well. I paused. I don't know if I can tell you. You can tell me anything, sweetheart. But I don't know if you will know what it is. It's a girl thing. Maybe I should ask Mrs. Hall? For a second there was a flash of panic in his eyes, then it was gone, and he composed himself. You could do that, but you know, I have been married a long time so I know a lot about women things. Why don't you try and let's see if I can help before you go bothering Mrs. Hall? He said very seriously. I noticed he tried to make me feel older by calling it women things. Okay. The other day when you showed me your cock. He was nodding his head as I spoke, like there was nothing unusual about what we did. 
I got kinda itchy down here. I pointed. And when I was walking home my pants were rubbing it, and it felt like I was gonna pee and then wham. I threw my arms in the air like an explosion. Something happened and I got all wobbly and couldn't walk. Do you know what happened? I had a pretty good idea but wasn't sure and also I wanted to know if it was possible to make it happen when I wasn't walking. Because I liked it. Oh sweetie. He put his hand on my knee. It was warm. I sure do know what that was. Did you like it? He looked at me eagerly. I was a little scared at first but then it felt really really good. I hope I didn't have too many release in there. And you want to know how to get that feeling again. Don't you? The way his eyes saw right through me caused me to blush. I put my head down. Yes. He hooked his finger under my chin and lifted my head. I can help you with that. He was smiling that we've got a secret smile again. Do you trust me? I nodded my head. His hand slid up my leg to the hem of my skirt. My heart was pounding. Was he going to lift my dress? Would he want me to show him my panties? Was he going to show me his cock again? I looked at it, and it was big in his pants. It was awake today. First little Vicky, you need to understand why that wham thing happened and how. I need you to lift your skirt so I can show you how it happened. He was making me expose myself to him. Holding my breath, I slowly pulled my skirt up to the place where the crotch of my virginal white panties came into view. His eyes got real big and he swallowed hard. He stared for a second, then motioned with his fingers for me to keep pulling it up. I pulled my skirt up to the waistband. The full front of my panties were exposed. There was a bump where my pubic hair was and a dent for my pussy. You are so beautiful, Jeff said. Right there is where it all happens, he said pointing to the little indent in my panties. That's what the boys want and that's what makes you feel that wham thing. But how? I'm sure you've heard it called your pussy or your cunt, but I think cunt is a rude word. If you take off your panties, I'll show you how to get that feeling again in your cunt. I wasn't sure I wanted him to see my pussy or my cunt. I knew if you took your underwear off that boys, and then I guess, would have intercourse with you. I was saving myself. I really can't do that, Mr. Jeff. I made a promise not to have sex until I am married. I don't think we should. I was trying to explain when Jeff put his finger in the dent and moved it up and down. Like rubbing only softer. My pussy got itchy fast. My nipples were taut and itchy too. I saw sparks. WWW what are yo you do doing? Oh my. I stammered. I was getting that feeling again. Suddenly he stopped. Did you like that? I nodded my head. Then he said if I took my panties off he would. Before he even finished. I lifted my hips. I hooked my thumbs in the waistband and pulled them down to my knees. I lifted my legs and pulled them over my shoes. I dropped them to the floor. My pussy was naked before Jeff's leering eyes. I was embarrassed and covered it with my hand. Oh, Vicky, what a delicious little cunt you have. Don't be shy. I'm gonna teach you how to make yourself feel good. He said smiling that he took my hand from my own crotch and put it in his lap. I hadn't noticed but he had unzipped his pants already. My fingers felt the heat from the opening and I fished my fingers inside and automatically encircled his pecker. He was very stiff. On my own I began pulling on it. Oh yeah? Good girl. He said. He undid the button and opened his pants. I saw my hand inside his boxer shorts. Take it out. He said hoarsely. I pulled his cock out and pumped it. Yes sweetie. You do that and I'll do this. Jeff pushed my knees apart. I knew I was blushing. 
No one had ever seen me so intimately. He fluffed the dark hair on my pussy and it tickled a bit that he used one hand to spread my pussy open and I could feel my face get even hotter. He could see deep inside me. The lips were spread and the pink folds were exposed. He looked at me and touched two fingers to his tongue. Right here is what is called the clit. When bang boom. When he touched it my head almost exploded. It wasn't as big as the other day at the fence but it was close. He wiggled it back and forth. Oh Jeff. Oh my. Oh my. What are you doing? I said between gasps. I am showing you how to play with yourself to get that feeling whenever you want. Do you like it? I answered by nodding and pulling harder on his cock. Somehow having his dick in my hand made it feel even better. He smiled at me and spread my legs very wide. He hooked one over the arm of the couch and the other over his leg. He ran his fingertips up and down my virgin slit. My young hips twitched every time his fingers came in contact with my clit. He explained that while the entire area of my pussy was capable of delivering delicious tingly feelings, it was the clit that brought the most severe. He used his thumb to demonstrate that. Oh yes. That feels wonderful. I said between twitches. Then Jeff stopped rubbing me. I was so disappointed until he took my own fingers and put them there. I had not felt inside my own pussy except to wipe after peeing. It felt slick and kind of like inside my mouth. He took my index finger and positioned it. Do you feel that little nub right there? Oh, I felt it. Just rub that back and forth as soft or hard as you want. Whichever feels better. Sometimes fast and then slow. You'll get the knack? He said. He let go of my hand and relaxed against the couch, watching. I had one hand stroking his erect cock and the other rubbing my wet pussy. It felt naughty to be there with this married man and me manipulating the both of us. I loved it. I squeezed him harder as I increased the speed on my pussy. Oh. 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 I started to moan from the sensation. I pulled his cock and rubbed myself. I leaned back and closed my eyes. I felt something on my chest. When I looked, Jeff was unbuttoning my shirt. I wanted to stop him but my hands were full. I watched in a daze as more buttons were opened and my bra came into view. My hard nipples poked against the material. I knew I was going to scream if he touched them. He hooked a finger in the front and pulled out and up. Like magic my tits were naked. I looked at them like I was seeing them for the first time. The smooth pink skin melons. My nipples were bright red and stretched out further than ever before Dot Jeff's eyes got real big. My God! They are magnificent! I got more excited knowing he was looking at me fully exposed on his couch. My big tits and my furry pussy, with my legs spread eagle. I pulled faster on his cock and rubbed my clit harder. I felt like I was going to pee. There was a pressure building like I was going to explode again. Ha ha ha! I was panting. Then it happened. Not an explosion down below but higher. I looked and saw Jeff had put his mouth on my nipple. The sensation was unbelievable. It was causing fireworks behind my eyes. I could tell every time he sucked on it. Then he flicked at it with his tongue. It was too much. I moved my hand furiously across my clit. My legs stiffened and my back tensed. I had to let go of his cock and bite down on my finger. Yung, yung, yung. I grunted. My hips twitched and convulsed. My whole body shook and then wham. The explosion hit me. I couldn't move. Every muscle tensed except my hand. I kept rubbing my clit until I couldn't anymore. Aowuf. I screamed around my finger. It was like a dam bursting and washing over my body. 
Every nerve ending was alive and convulsing. I may have passed out. When I opened my eyes I saw Jeff's cock right in front of me. It was like a big purple-headed snake ready to attack me. I could smell his muskiness. Open your mouth, Vicky. I heard someone say. I did as I was told and felt the rubbery texture of his cockhead slide past my lips. It was a bit salty. It filled my small mouth. I heard him tell me to suck it. Like a straw. My body was warm and tingly, and it felt good what I was doing. He had made me feel fantastic and I wanted him to feel it too. I closed my lips and sucked. I tried to keep my teeth out of the way but he filled my mouth so much, I know I scraped him a few times. Jeff began moving his cock in and out of my sucking mouth. It was only a few seconds and I felt it get bigger. I thought I was going to choke. I couldn't breathe. Oh fuck yeah. Suck my cock you little whore. Suck it. He shouted. He put his hand on my head. His grown-up man cock exploded in my teenage mouth. I had no choice but to swallow. I gulped as fast as I could as his stuff went down my throat. It didn't last long. It was easier to breathe as his cock got smaller and softer. I kept sucking until Jeff pulled it from my young lips. I flopped back against the couch exhausted. Jeff wiped my face with his hanky and retrieved my panties. That was my ophical introduction to blow jobs and orgasms. Is it any wonder that I equate giving head with coming? To this day the sight, smell, or feel of a hard cock is all it takes to get my juices flowing and my nipples aching. Over the next year we did everything but fuck. I played with myself every day. He showed me a position called 6-9. I didn't like that as much as the others because it was hard to pay attention to the cock in my mouth when he was licking me at the same time. We only did that a couple times. I liked when he put his cock between my tits and I pushed them together. He stroked between them while I sucked him when it got close enough. What I liked the best was when he licked me and then I sucked him. He put his fingers in my pussy a few times when he licked me, but he never tried to put his dick in that I held it once when he took a pee just to answer my question of how to aim it, but he got stiff partway through and made me squeeze it real hard to stop the stream. We walked to the shower and I released my grip and boom his pee shot out like a fire hose against the shower wall. And then of course I sucked him off to get it soft again. We took a couple showers together, although that was very tempting to let him stick his cock in me. Both of us naked and soapy. He washed me and I washed him and it always turned into a jerk-off session for us both. What's funny now that I look back is that I never had any interest in the guys at school. Here I was becoming an expert cocksucker and getting my pussy licked or fingered three times a week from a married man, and I had no desire to apply my skill to anyone else. They tried. Oh how they tried. I think I looked upon what Mr. Hall and I had as a mini-marriage. There were a couple times when he made me come so hard that I was tempted to let him fuck me. I even asked him once just before I left for college but he was always true to his promise that he wouldn't. He said my first time should be with a boy I loved. He was a nice man, now his wife and son. Continue in the next part.